All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of After the Sermon Ends. My name is Marcus Donaldson, and joining me is Josh Richards. Now, if you're wondering where Jared Cagle is, um, who normally joins us in these episodes, I, I messed up messed up the recording. Mm. You know, he he picked this this antiquated microphone, and then you know it just it wasn't coming through. I didn't hear it, but there's a significant learning curve, and and no one has taught me. I have not been trained in the task of podcast recording, and yet we need here a podcast I podcast expert. I know Corbin left us. And, and now here we are. Um, so anyways, here at After the Sermon Ends, our goal or what we know is that once the sermon ends, the conversations begin. So we, we hope to talk about God's Word. We hope to talk about the sermons that we hear preached at City Church Gainesville. Um, and let's, let's get started with last week's sermon on Ephesians 6, verses 10 through 13, which Jared Cagle preached. So what do you got, Josh? Let me let me hear about this. Yes, he was preaching on the idea that um, we are fighting against um, not flesh and blood, but the schemes of the devil, the spiritual forces of darkness. And because of that, we need to put on the whole armor of God. And he's really introducing um, just these next few verses of what the armor of God is and why we need it. Um, but he was... Uh, just really talking about the strength of the Lord and what we need to put on in order to stand against the schemes of the devil. And um, I think my biggest takeaway from from this weekend was just that we need to identify what the enemy is in our life. There's so often that, that Jared pointed out that our enemies, we feel like our, our coworkers or our parents or our uh, spouses or just people in our lives that are coming against us, making us mad, frustrating us. Yet the biggest thing that we need to realize is that we're not fighting against these flesh and blood humans, but we are fighting against the schemes of the devil. And the devil is trying to bring division among believers and um, just humanity in general so that we'll take the, the fight away from him. And we just need to realize, okay, we are, we are fighting a real battle against a real enemy who is, who is spiritual and not flesh and blood, and that we need to have spiritual weapons and spiritual defense because of that. So, Yeah, absolutely. I think one thing that I walked away from as, as we looked at, at this passage, and for the most part it was introductory, only 10 through 13, and we're, we're breaking each piece of, of the armor that Paul describes down and in, in, um, talking about it each each week separately. But this this idea, right, that that we are in a spiritual battle, that, that believers are in a spiritual battle isn't something that we should be astonished at, mm-hmm. right, or astonished by, rather, um, because we see it all throughout Scripture. We see Satan tempting Adam and Eve in the garden. We know that he that he rebelled against God in the heavens. We know that that all throughout the Old Testament he's he's tempting or or seducing God's people to worship false idols mm-hmm. all throughout the Old Testament. And then in the new, right? After all the the promises, after all the um the prophecies about the coming Messiah, 
he tricks Israel or deceives Israel into crucifying their own promised Messiah, the one that mm. was prophesied, the one that they should have known very well. Like this, it, it's not man. It's not, yeah. it's not the king or the ruler or the religious elite in themselves. Yes, they did it. Yes, sin is an inside job, but they were influenced by Satan. They were influenced by his schemes. They were influenced by sin. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is all part of that spiritual battle. So as we, in in our day and age, we, we don't want to overlook the reality that, yeah. that we are, if you are a believer, life and ministry and and your day-to-day is not going to get easier. If anything, it's going to get harder. So we need to acknowledge that believers are in a spiritual battle. We need to acknowledge or identify our enemy as mm-hmm. Satan. And to your point, it's not yeah. against flesh and blood. I guess really that's to Paul's point. But it's mm-hmm. not against flesh and blood, um, and we need to be prepared. We need to stand firm in the Lord's strength and might. Yeah, and I think that kind of leads us into that that next idea of the difference between strength and might that Jared was talking about, where um, might is just the the strength that someone displays, and it doesn't need to be exerted. And God has that in abundance, and He is the Almighty right. God. And all we need to do is we just need to take hold of that might and we need to be the strength that he is exerting and he can exert his strength through us. And that is how we we stand firm. That is how we put on the armor of God. It's it's with his strength because if we can if we can put on the armor of God on our own strength, if we can stand against the devil on our own strength without his armor, then then like why would we why would we need God? But we would we should not be deceived into thinking that we can do anything on our own here, but we need to be strong in the strength of his might and um, just how that changes things for us um, going into these battles where it's not that we have to conjure up anything on our own to defeat the devil. It's not that we have to be in the right frame of mind. We don't have to be sinless, um, but we are made pure and we are made righteous and we are made strong because of Christ and and because of the strength of his might. And all we need to do is we just need to take hold of that and walk in the victory that he brings. Yeah, in I'm, I'm looking here, and it, yeah, it's in in verse eleven. It it says, "Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil." Now, to to your point, it's the the devil is crafty. He's subtle. He's mm-hmm. you know, it's not this this obvious, or it's not always this obvious um, assault mm-hmm. of faith and righteousness and of um purity in you know in obeying god's word no it's like these subtle deceptions that that manifest or that we listen to and we give the devil a foothold and if we are not resting in and being strengthened by and in christ then it's no wonder that inevitably we have um we have great difficulties in this life when, as it relates to sin, and um, really that that then it goes and it affects every relationship that we have, everything yeah. that we're trying to do. Um, so what? Where do I buy this armor? <laughs> Can't be bought. Um, 
yeah, we just we need to be putting on the armor of God that He gives us. It's a gift of God through Jesus Christ. Um, when when we know Him, when we have salvation, um, yeah. And I'm really excited to actually get into what each piece of armor is and how how it is given to us and how um, we can use it. But yeah, it's it's freely given by by God. It's not something we can earn. It's not something we can buy. Um, and I think that's just the most comforting thing is like we have been given these these tools, this equipment to battle against our primary um, enemy and we aren't left unequipped. You know, God's not just saying, hey, you go and you do this on your own. You do this on your own strength. Um, no, we've, we've already been given everything that we need. All we need to do is just stand firm and and not be deceived by oh, this, this, this person's getting on my nerves, this person's my enemy today. But no, we just need to keep our eyes on who Jesus is and who the enemy really is. And that really changes the game, too, um, to, the, to the second part of what you said mm-hmm. about how we pray for uh, the people that, that we're struggling against, yeah. right? Because it's not against flesh and blood. So, so talk to me about how that would knowing that it's it's not a battle of of flesh and blood how does that change the way that i pray for the people that i'm struggling with yeah i think that this just completely turns um outreach and missions and um evangelism just completely on its head um even for those that are persecuting us. I know um, Jared preached last week on um, slaves obeying their masters, and this is kind of giving us a picture into how they can do that, of they have the strength in the might of the Lord, and they're able to stand firm and and serve where they're at, which is, which is completely against the schemes of the devil. The, the devil wants to create division where, um, where he can, um, and if the the master is treating the slave honorably, then you know, or or even if he's not, the slave is still called to serve the master because we he, we talked about that submission. But um, when we have that mentality of this person is not my enemy, he's actually someone who needs Jesus just as much as I do, then we can go and we can seek Christ together, and we can. Uh, it changes our prayer life by allowing us to pray for their spiritual transformation rather than for us to win in this circumstance or, you know, be right over them. Um, and it changes like when we, and then for, like taking that further into, you know, going out and sharing with others and outreach, you know, we are able to see that this person doesn't need to be fixed. They need Jesus just as right. much as I need Jesus. Right. The, um, Jared gave the example that you know you're not praying for your daughter's boyfriend um, for ways to to better be able to deal with him. Mm-hmm. Or, I guess be able to deal with deal with him better. Yeah, you're praying for like you said his spiritual transformation. Mm-hmm. So as a as a guy with with two daughters like Jared is, yeah, we got to hold him to that. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean we're going to hold him accountable for sure. I lost the audio, but we we need to hold him to it. It's it's here on the podcast for historical record Mm -hmm. and um we'll see when some boy comes knocking at the door for um you know to take his daughters out on a date (laughs) i'd I'd really be interested to see 
Jared Cagle dealing with that interaction. I mm-hmm. want to be a fly on the wall. Yep. Yep. Um, so give me a few takeaways. If you, if you missed the sermon, just give me a few. Um, yeah, I think the, the biggest takeaway like we've talked about is, is knowing who your enemy is and, and knowing the reason why we need the spiritual armor. If it, you know, our, if we know that our enemy is against the authorities, the cosmic powers and present darkness in our lives, and it's not against flesh and blood, then we're going to, you know, we're going to prepare properly. We're going to prepare with the armor of God to defend against that. Um, and probably the second one would be to just walk in the victory that he brings. Um, he has already won the victory through Christ and we don't need to go out and win it again on our own strength, but we can go ahead and walk in the victory that he has by, um, by just bringing his message to everyone and not being, um, surprised by things that come against us by standing firm against um, different circumstances and different schemes that the enemy's trying to throw at us. Um, but those are two primary takeaways for me, but also just how important unity is among the believers, that we are standing firm together and um, we need to fight and be intentional about not being in division with one another and not having another brother or sister be your enemy, but instead figure out ways to stand firm with them against the, the, the attacks that are coming against them. Um, and through that unity, we'll be able to show the love of Christ and the truth of the gospel to, to everyone we come across. I'm glad that you made that, that second point. That's probably the most important in this all is that Christ has, has won the victory with mm-hmm. his death on the cross and it was proven in his resurrection from the grave. Now, like you said, and like Paul mentions, believers, we need to stand firm in this battle. We need to yeah. stand, hold the line, right? We don't, we don't need to go and win this battle. It's already been won by Jesus. He's already won the victory, and in Him we have victory as well. Yeah. We need to hold the line. Hmm. Well, all right, that concludes our episode here. Uh, thank you, Josh. I really appreciate your time and your um your passion, how you shared. Yeah. I I love talking about this stuff. It really gets me fired up. Yeah, for sure. Well, all right. If this resource has blessed you in any way, please go ahead and like and subscribe so that way you can stay up to date with everything that we're doing and recording. You can get the sermons and everything else. And we want to invite you to come join us here at City Church Gainesville, Sunday nights at 5, Wednesdays at 6.15 for small groups. And we hope to see you soon. Have a blessed day.